The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Ladies and gentlemen, you've found my brother, my brother, and we had an advice show for the modern era, and we have Emmy Fever. Woo! Tonight, I'm going to sit down with a box of popcorn and a bottle of Pinot Grige uh-huh. and watch Miss Jane Lynch uh, do, do her thing tonight on the Emmy stage to honor some of my favorite programs of the year. Who do you like, who- Justin? Who do you favor this year? Glee, obviously. Glee? I got Glee. F- like Glee across f- the board? I got Glee Fever over here. Gleaver. I've got who's, it. I've who's got taking Gleaver. home that tiny golden angel? That little golden angel is going in the hands of the talented Miss Leah Michelle for her portrayal <laughs> of a role of Sing Sing Girl from Glee. Mm-hmm. Sling, uh-huh. sing, sing Girl from Glee. Jessica Singstar. Jessica Singstar, the talented, upstart, half-Jewish, half-singer, talent powerhouse known as Leah Michelle. Now, Justin, let me ask you this. Yes. Who's your pick for outstanding sound mixing for nonfiction and programming? Uh, that is going to go to the one and only Ken Burns for his documentary on Glee. Ah, I see. Okay. My name is Justin McElroy. I'm your oldest brother, and I have Gleaver. Uh, I'm Travis McElroy, and I think that that Ken Burns documentary would be called uh, The Gay the Earth Stood Still. <laughs> I'm Griffin. <laughs> How's your Gleaver right now? That's low. I beat. I had. To, I took a, a a pretty intense regimen of of antibiotics mm-hmm. uh, that really really dried me up inside and out. Uh, but I've finally beaten. I've beaten the the Glee. You kicked it. I kicked the Glee. It was tough tough stuff for a while. Uh, now, yeah. but now I'm just hooked on Modern Family. Oh, oh yeah. so the scenarios that they get into on that show. Which one on that show is the robot? I always forget. The little chi- the child. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the child is Small Andy. Wonders 2. Yeah, they the had to replace wonders- her because her um, her robot batteries ran out. She died. She really? Died. Yeah, she died from it. Aww. Don't you think that Modern Family, if you're going to use a name like that, you got to have one of the kids as an android. And maybe mm-hmm. one's like a mutant, like yeah, a sure. nuclear, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and then you call it Nuclear Family. There you go. Hey, Whoa. ABC, you're hey, welcome. Hey, TM, TMC with a circle. This is, of course, an advice show for the modern era. Uh, so let's dip into the questions that we've been sent by you, the listening public. This morning, I woke up from a fun-filled Friday night and realized I felt like garbage since I forgot to take care of the ibuprofen before bed and the two early in the morning trick. You're welcome, mm-hmm. by the way, everybody. Uh, so my question is this. When I wake up feeling nauseous and a bit dizzy, not that hangover headache style, which, question within a question, is a splitting headache required for it to be considered a hangover? No. But just feeling disoriented and poopy, am I still technically drunk? 
And that's from, oh God, I hope I don't blow a .08, which says to me this caller was drunk driving, which of course we do no, not endorse. No, because when you wake up in the morning, there's no way you're still drunk. Like, yeah. if you were still drunk, you wouldn't feel poopy and terrible. You'd feel if, awesome. You'd feel yeah, great. You, yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. It's fading it's, fast. I, I think it's one of those things, like, a crazy person never... It, like, if you think you might be crazy, you're not crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have the coherence to go, oh, I feel bad and crappy, maybe I'm drunk, then you're not drunk. Yeah, what you have is a... It's, it's called a loss of sense of well-being. It's one of the symptoms of hangovers, which, no, don't require headaches. It can manifest in lots of people different ways. Some people uh, uh, get get uh, you know headaches. Some people get nauseous. Some people get cranky. Uh, some people get just really randy. Yeah. Yeah. Some people get, like, horny. Just, just real ugh, horny. I want to light it up. Out. Um, uh, the very first time I got drunk uh, on Mountain Dew Code Red and Vodka, I no. woke up the next morning just happy to be alive. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? What? That's the first thing you got drunk on was Code Red and vodka? Yeah, that was a fun puke. Well, did you throw some I... combos into that cocktail? <laughs> no, no. It was spicy tortilla of, and salsa. What Ooh. kind of cheesy snack cracker were you pounding? You know what's funny about that that time? The very next night, I ate a pound hamburger at Ruckers, and I puked then, too. So oh, I puked, God. I puked two nights in a row, neither from illness. That <laughs> weekend is your Everest. How's your lifestyle? <laughs> Not good? Sounds pretty bad. Ugh. Did this person ask for advice and I missed it? No, he's asking the question, is he still technically drunk? If if I think what he's asking is, like, is he capable to function the next morning and do things like drive to the store and no. drive home from the party? No, no, um, no. I was watching this I was watching the state line where they said if you're like if you're like mega sleepy, if you're like the sleepiest, yeah. it's the same as being drunk. Okay, Here's the thing, people. Being drunk being drunk isn't the only thing that stops you from being a good driver. Like, I can't stress that enough. If you're super tired or meat drunk or, like, you're pot high. watching Netflix on your laptop or pot high, don't yeah. drive pot high. I can't stress that enough. No, because you'll get giggles. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Rely on your pot chauffeur. Always yes. arrange for a pot chauffeur before. Never mm-hmm. forget. Giles. Giles. Giles, I need you. Giles. Giles, take me to the Taco Bell. Here's, I think that what you should plan on is if you pass out at the party, uh, general MO should be you wake up in the morning and you watch uh, some kind of bro movie or terrible movie and have an, uh, some eggs and just kind of lay on the couch have, for hours. Eggs are good. They have selenium in them. Your body uh-huh. is craving that. Trust and and also bacon if you got queasy tummy. Can you give yeah. us a bro movie that, like, a per, just an example of a bro movie or a bad movie? Hangover. Okay. A little on the nose, but... I yeah. mean, but it's perfect. Mm-hmm. You can watch uh, Short Circuit. Um, anything with Steve Gutenberg is going to be great. Uh, yeah. Anything with Tim Robbins from the 80s. Gutenberg has plenty uh, of selenium in him, and that's good. Yeah. <laughs> this is what your body craves. Your body craves the goot at that point. Ooh, <laughs> Idiocracy is a great movie to, wait, to watch when you're hungover. Mm-hmm. My body craves Gutenberg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta get the goo. This is this is Gatorade G three. The, the first two G's are Gatorade, and the third one is Gutenberg. Can we jump back to the eighties when he was real popular? So I can use the phrase "get the goot" more. Yeah, get that goot. Get but the goot. Get, get that goot. Oh, you guys saw him in Veronica Mars. He was great. He still got all yeah. the old old pizzazz. Old oh, his episode of Party Down is one of the funniest things oh, I've ever amazing. seen. He's um, he's great. He's a talent. 
So I guess if you're, st- I don't know if you were still drunk when you wrote this email, but if you're still drunk, uh, on <laughs> now Monday you have a morning, serious problem. You're a mailman, probably. The problem. <laughs> I mean, he. I'm pretty sure he was drunk. I'm looking at the. I'm looking at his. Um, uh, his grammar here. I'm looking at his. His. He, he's got parentheses inside of brackets, inside of those like curly brackets. I don't know what those are actually called. Uh, there's Question a lot marks. of things. A lot of things happening in the typography here. That that what, that what you can do is if you wake up and you're still drunk, you can do what my friend Dan did in college, which is uh, decide it's not safe to drive home and walk home and take a nap under a tree. Hey, that's what trees are for, you dummy. Yeah, they're right there. Yeah. Shield yeah. you from the moonlight. They're like, hey, <laughs> temporary houses for drunk people. <laughs> my girlfriend and elves and drunk elves. Uh-huh. Uh, my girlfriend and I broke up about eight weeks ago. And even though I instigated it, it was still a very tough breakup. <clears throat> I'm feeling better now. Good. But I'm not quite back to my normal self. Last week, a cute girl gave me her number and we'll be going on a date soon. However, yeah. I'm feeling nervous about the date. I'm not sure I'm fully over my ex and ready to go on a date with a new girl. How will I know when I'm ready? And is there anything wrong with going on a date when I'm not sure I'm ready? That's from ready or rebounding. Mm. Hmm. I think but that's you, how you isn't that how you find out? Yeah, you're yeah, you've come to the right place. That's that is how you find out. Like you can't you're so inside your own head right now. I, I'm assuming that this was a long relationship that he was in. Uh, if he's still having a tough time with it eight mm-hmm. weeks later. At uh, the very least it sounds like it was important. Yeah. You know. Um so you may be ready, you may not be ready, but the only way to really tell is to is to go on a date. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um you you should probably be kind of upfront about the fact that you just got out of a a long relationship, depending on how comfortable you yeah, are. Yeah, don't with this like person. bring it. Like, don't. That's not an open. Uh, by the way, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I should tell you, uh, and you, then you also don't want to linger on that point. You yeah. want to like drop that knowledge and then move Just on. Like, hey, quick. I wouldn't. Up. Yeah, I wouldn't stress too much about a date. You know what I mean? Like, I think you could debate whether or not you're ready to get back into a long term relationship or what yeah. have you. But uh, you know, it's a date. Just go on it, and you know, when I was uh, when I was young a young man and i and i still do this to a certain extent when you're sick you spend whole days in bed you know mm-hmm. eating your ramen or your noodles or what have you and when you think you're starting to feel better i always used to do, i would call it puttering around you know you mm-hmm. put on some sweatpants you just kind of move around the house a little bit get your bearings if, if you yeah. stay there in bed even when you're not sick you're gonna feel like it and loneliness and being single and getting over a breakup is still a lot the same way until you kind of kick that in gear and force your body and mind into that like it's not going to happen to you you've got to bring a little bit of momentum Mm -hmm. to that to that change and that's a really great analogy because while you're puttering around in the 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 love sphere you're going to still be wearing your sweatpants and you're not going to be super good at pretty much anything but you'll one of these days you'll shake off your contagion You'll shake off the bonds of your plague, and you'll leave right. your house, and you'll fall in love again. You'll let the sun shine on your skin. Feel the rain on your skin. Maybe this girl is that big bite of the recovery sandwich that you need to take mm, right now. Yeah, big chomp of it. Have we used that term on this show before? That term was so important to me in my formative years. I don't think we've ever mentioned the recovery sandwich. Hmm. Uh, how did the recovery... Can you, can you explain to me the recovery sandwich a little bit, Griffin? Uh, I mean, anytime one of us we get hurt by a womankind, which was frequent... Uh, the others would sort of rally around. I'm, I'm pretty sure you incepted the phrase, Justin. And uh, I, you know what? I actually think my dear friend Tommy Red incepted oh, the yeah? recovery yeah. sandwich. He sent me the first one, I believe. 
Um, but you just take a big bite of that recovery sandwich. Just get on. Just get on with it. You got to take measures. Yep. Just yes. take some measures. Don't be afraid. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Let love in again. Kiss her. Just, just, just kiss her on the cheeks. Just propose. One. Now, I will say the one caveat I will have is that sometimes uh, in that reboundy phase coming out of a serious breakup, uh, if it was a long-term serious relationship you came out of, you're going to want to rush things to get oh, yeah. back oh, to yeah. that feeling. Oh, you miss yeah. that feeling. Yeah. Oh, so, shit. Pump those brakes, Paco. Yeah. Please. Because you're not going to get back to that, you know, spending all day cuddling in bed watching movies phase on the first date. You know, yeah. Nor should be you. Cool. Yeah, just be cool. Low pressure situation. Uh, just be your awesome self. This is that this is part a good of a relationship. You, to learn, you gotta learn how to be totally cash. Yep. Yeah. Gotta be. But cash not so money. not sweatpants ca- cash. Yeah. That you part got- of relationship is your reward for doing all this dumb shit for a year or so. Yep. But you get gotta get there. You both gotta earn it. Um, and ladies, by the way, I wanted to make this clear. You too can have your own recovery sandwich. I got. Yeah. You probably want to put weirder things on it because I think girls like weirder things on their sandwiches, like beans, like sprouts. alfalfa sprouts, yeah, like yes, exactly. oh god, I'm, yes, like alfalfa yeah. sprouts and avocado. Yuck. Girls Yucky. like that stuff. Ugh. This sandwich is gross. Uh, but I mean, what would that uh, for 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 men? We're so man, we're so easy. We're so we're so easy to pin down. Like my recovery sandwich could literally be a sandwich. I was eating a sandwich that was so good that it, it helped heal my broken heart. Just pulled you right out of the doldrums. Yeah, just um, like Paul Bart fills in the cracks in his heart with pie. Yeah, you do it with a sandwich. Uh, Mine is Goofy Movie. Yeah, Goofy Movie's great. I I mean for for guys, it's you know going out and meeting another lady and having a good good low pressure cash time with her. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe it's something as simple as buying a whore. Yeah. yeah, maybe go rent a whore from the rent a center. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, rent to own, and then after a while, if you decide to keep it, it's yours. You got You've a already whore paid it off with okay. no interest. It's wonderful. Hey, everybody! Travis just casually endorsed slavery. How's your <laughs> Monday? <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, Griffin, uh, do you have a Yahoo answer to dig us yeah, out of this hole? Our palate. Um, this one was sent in by. Emily Bartelt. Thank you, Emily Bartelt. It's by Yahoo Answers user Derek Muller, or Mueller, who asks, Would you ever date a bounty hunter? (laughs) This question is for women. The bounty hunter is a guy. I think we can Mm -hmm. ignore that that addendum. It's tough stuff. Uh, Are there female bounty hunters running around? Oh, I I hope so. I hope they they run around my mind. My dreams. I can actually escape. prove that there aren't. Okay. Because there's no series on the Discovery Channel about him. Fair enough. Yeah. Right? Statistically speaking. I mean, Dog the Bounty Hunter's wife does so much sort of um, ancillary work for him. I think she she qualifies as a bounty hunter, right? Like, she's a fucking tough I think dog. she's an apprentice bounty hunter. I don't think she she's... No, I don't uh, like that. I don't like. Yet. I don't like think of her as less of a bounty hunter just because she's mm. of the fairer sex. I think that she is. Just no, no, no. It's not that. I think she just hasn't started her own franchise yet. Yeah, she, the show's not called you know Glinda the Bounty Hunter or whatever. Exactly. Name is. Yeah. That would be an awesome show though. Eustace the Bounty Hunter. I don't know. Oh. I like the idea of that though. There has to. There has to be one. There has to be one. 
There has to be one. Yeah, because they have so many wiles, and they could use those wiles to just entrap and snare a fellow. Oh, they're feminine wiles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, And also, like, 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 maybe she's like a super tough feminine wile woman Mm -hmm. who collects bounties on heads. Okay. You know what sucks? You know what job sucks? Tell me. The bounty hunter. You know why? Why? It's, it's so so glamorous at first, I bet. <laughs> like, you see Boba, Boba Fett, and you're, uh-huh. like, and you're like, I want that life. I want to be that guy. But, but it's then, not all Boba Fett. But it's not all Boba Fett and Slave Ones, which was the name of his ship, and not uh-huh. an, a, a second <laughs> endorsement of slavery on our show. Uh, it's all about, you know, jetpacks and grappling hooks and blasters. But yeah. when you, really you know, under that it, Mandalorian armor, it's all about he's Mandalorian a guy just putting armor. in nine to five, yeah. you know, just punching the clock. It's all about, yeah. Uh, <sighs> but, I, I, like, a bit in the real practice of it, it's just a lot of paper pushing. It's just a lot of, you know, knocking on doors and sternly talking to a gentleman. Like, And, and if I've learned anything from Dog the Bounty Hunter, uh, Bounty Hunter, then you offer him a cigarette and then tell him about Jesus, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to take you in. Like, you are going to the big house. But you can also go to the big house in the sky. When, you, mm-hmm. if you, if, <laughs> when I kill you. I have good no- <laughs> I have good news for you. Well, the bad news is you're going to jail. The good news is everlasting life. Sup? <laughs> the question is, though, could you ever date one? Mm. Oh, no. No. I so. Well, you, what if you committed a crime around them? The, oh, pri- the bounty. Oh, then it becomes a Harrison Ford movie. Actually, right. it's a Gerard Butler, Jennifer Aniston feature. Called, oh, gross. Oh, no. I pulled that out. Put that away, Griffin. <laughs> now, what's the hit name of that hit film? Uh, it's called uh, Bounty for Love. No, mm. it's not. It's nope. called Friends It's really creative. Two. Oh, it was Friends called... With... Friends with Bounties. Friends with Bounties. Um, <laughs> FWB. I think it's called The Price on Your Head is Love. <laughs> Can you hold my helmet? It's called I might Slave One. It's actually called uh, the Bou- Bounty Hugger. Uh, yes, we will allow it. I had to yes. The oh God! Right at the wire. Whew. Yeah, got it in, in, in underneath there. It's called um, Jennifer Aniston's done. Everybody, wave goodbye good, to her. She had a good run. Mm-hmm. It's called. The Emasculation of Gerard Butler, <laughs> the movie, in movie form. I think I could love a bounty hunter. You think you could? I think well, I yeah, could. Well, yeah, of course you'd love them. It's about the relationship, you know what I mean? Could you put up with the long hours and think, the, the sitting up at nights wondering if they've hunted their bounty or not? Yeah, I think I would love her so much that none of that other stuff would matter, you know? Mm. Griffin, I want to say that Normally, this is a comedy show, but you've really inspired me today. And I want to thank you for that. To become a bounty hunter? You'd be no, great not, at it, Justin. You would be phenomenal. Thank, you well, would how, be. You are insatiable. You would, you would just tenacious. Yeah. Yeah. You're unswerving. When I get like, my... When, when you, once you have a mark, you just chase him down until you get your prize, and mm-hmm. you send him to heaven. Like, when I get my mindset on something, I, I can't be stopped. Yeah. Yeah. And you look I, damn fine in a bulletproof vest. Like, yeah. f- for instance, right now, I really need to use the bathroom. And even uh-huh. though we're recording the show, 
I'm just going to put my headphones on my mic and go do it and then come right back. See? No big deal. Unswerving. Justin? No, he's... He's for real using the bathroom. He's really gone, huh? Uh, So here's another question. Hey, brothers. My friend won't stop spitting. He'll do it wherever me and my other friends go, and it's an extremely annoying and disgusting habit. So I was wondering... Is there any way to stop the spit for good? And that's from Adrian. I need to talk to everybody. <laughs> if you... Okay, listen. I, I want to address a specific branch of spitting, even though I don't know this is what they're specifically talking about, but it, it is in the family. I don't endorse the use of any tobacco products, except for uh-huh. the ones that I myself use. Mm-hmm. But Snus. Snuff and, pi- and pipe. No, 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 I'm sorry. Snus. Snooze, snooze, snooze. Hey, hey, everybody, stop dipping. Oh, my God. It's the grossest thing. It's the worst thing that ever happened to anybody when they see you do it. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to die, and they hate you for doing it. Please stop it. Sometimes I like to picture, like, the smartest people in the world, great philosophers and great scientists, like, in the middle of a speech, just reaching down and grabbing their empty Coke bottle and, like, just letting some brown spittle dribble out of their mouths into it. Do you it. know what a fucking monster you look like? <laughs> I'm not joking with you right now. Stop it. There's my anti-dipping ugh. message for the, like, ugh. ugh. I, but anyway, um, if you're going to do it, it, practice practice safe chawing. If you're going to chaw, mm-hmm. if you're going to scold it, like, at least be safe and smart about it. I worked in a movie theater for a while. And where where I was uh, I was a uh, not a not sure what's the who are the dudes who like cleaned out at I was one of the dudes who like cleaned the theater out afterwards and I you were a janitor I was a janitor <laughs> basically um, but like a custodian <laughs> I was a custodian like, for the movie theater and I would go in after John Cena's The Marine I, I would go in after that showing and uh, this, this was this was deep in the heart of West Virginia and there would be cups. Just uh, like those Dixie cups, and people would just have them sitting on the floor, and I would come up like sweeping, like, oh, let me get this half drunk Dixie cup of Coke out of. Oh no, it's, it's human spittle. expectorate. It's fucking. <laughs> it's it came from your mouth after you swashed it around with chaw and skull. You're fucking uh, gross. Like put, th- you couldn't pick that up and throw it in the garbage can. You couldn't because you don't want people to see you carrying around a cup of your own spit, like <laughs> your own warm human spit. Your own warmth that came from your body, dog. Like I don't come to your house and like fucking jerk off in a in a <laughs> some sort of container and just like I'm gonna leave this on the floor. We cool? We are not cool. Don't do everyone that. who has ever made the argument that smoking looks cool. It's like a million times the opposite for for dipping like i don't understand the appeal of it there is zero appeal i would rather eat a cigar yeah i'd rather i'd rather feed a cigar to a baby than (laughs) than have than anyone ever dip again but i think this person's talking about spit just like normal spit you look when you have it in your lip even you look like you look like you have a tumor you look look like like you have a tumor in your face you started eating a grape and then you stopped you just gave up on it. And you said, I'll save this for later. This is mine now. You look like a fucking hamster, only a gross hamster with brown lips. Go home. Okay, so, but spitting. Here's the thing. I don't even understand why someone, I, as much as I don't understand dipping and spitting, why would a human being just spit 
for no reason. Like, what is stopping them from holding their saliva in their mouth? Just well, swallow it. Like, we're all walking oh, around fuck. swallowing okay. it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's set some ground rules, because we're in some pretty gross territory in this question that I don't want to tread. Don't say that. What? No, you do it every day. You just don't think about it. Just regulate your own... Just regulate your fluids without, like... Without showing him that just don't let things that are in your body out of your body. Can that be a rule? Just like, I don't want to see, I, I don't get to watch, and by get, I mean half. I don't have to watch you pee or make bathroom. Like, I don't have to make you uh, watch you make bathroom or. or you don't, Griffin doesn't have to watch you pee. It's a privilege. I don't have to watch you make. It's a privilege, not a right. Yeah. I am not forced to watch you make jerksies, but like. I don't. I don't want to see anything. Leave if you have a fluid in your body, fucking leave it there. Don't spit in front of me. Don't pee or or two in front of me. Don't don't cry in front of me either. I don't even want to Ooh. see you sweat. Okay, but hold on, guys. I'm gonna unless, turn it around. Unless you're rocking the mic. I want to turn it around. Okay. I want to bring back spittoons. Oh. No, hey. even worse. That's science's. No. That's not science's grossest invention. I think is the spittoon. But that, it you, gives you an outlet, a receptacle. Yeah, a community hodgepodge <laughs> of human spit, a hodge, a miasma of of human fluid that is mixed together like a broth, like a mm-hmm. rolling it, broth. It would make daring people to drink stuff more convenient. Oh, yeah. Stop it. If a you lot just of knew, you could just go to the spittoon. A lot of times I want to dare someone to drink something, and I don't have anything really good there. Mm-hmm. And if I try to do something weird, Pepsi's probably already made a soda based on it. Like, there's yeah. not a lot of options anymore. People like so many weird things. Can we? Can we? Let's, let's build off of this. Can we make a private okay. spittoon? Like a secret spittoon? If you do absolutely need to spit. I'm do you mean about- like a mask? Like, like it hangs on your face? Mm, no, because I don't. Then people would still have to see it. I'm talking about like a flask, like a secret flask that you spit into mm. very discreetly. Even that's gonna be kind of gross, though. There's just see, I was thinking more like a gas mask where it was like a full face thing, and so then the receptacle was right below your mouth, but that's, no one could see it or yeah, you. That's really that would face. be pretty good. What about like a? Well, you know how we have, you know, you have a Saint Bernard with the barrel yeah. of mm-hmm. hot cocoa. Um, on around its neck, you could just have something like that, but it would be a spittoon, like a cask, like a spit pendant. Are you saying like a dog that follows you around and you spit on the dog? Has anybody ever seen a? D- <laughs> no, I, what? What? No. What's wrong? Collect my spittle, so Saint Bernard. Spit, spit, spit. Come That's on, Sparky. the saddest hey, dog why does your life. Dog look really sad. <laughs> all the time, really sad and moist. Yeah. <laughs> I spit on my dog all the time. <laughs> um, it's a living. It's just <laughs> living, though. <laughs> it's a do- it's like you're spitting on your dog. <laughs> Tell your friend to stop spitting on their dog. And I, every time they spit, I want them to imagine a St. Bernard's there, you know, with the cask and what all. Like, they're spitting on him. Mm. Just remember, Jesus is all around us. So every time you spit, you're spitting on him technically. Yep. And if you believe your grandparents are all around us watching you, after they pass away, you're spitting on everyone's dead grandparents. Oh, so wouldn't that be dope it. if you spit and like it just sort of hung in the air? And you're like, what? They'd be like, oh, you spit on grandpa. He's like, you found me. <laughs> <laughs> no. Darn you, kids. <laughs> I, was, I was going to watch the Marine with you. <laughs> but now I'm caught and have to go to hell. Um, listen, <laughs> let's move on. Yeah, don't. I feel like we've helped. What this. you do is, you, if your friend spits, you go 
to where you go and you pick up his leavings and you rub it on his nose and you say no. I think it's a justifiable experience. To, to, I think it's justifiable to just smack him in the face every time he does. It's just so uncalled for just, to just spit on the ground wherever you happen to be. When he does it, you smack him just like every time. Push. I guarantee that will stop so fast. Push his nose into his leavings. That's the only thing you can do. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Shake the no-no can at him also. Yeah. Um, well, I don't have a good transition for this, but money sounds. Hey, Joe Willens called us. He wanted us to wish his friend James Ban a very, very happy birthday. Hey. Yeah. Hey, Jim. James. We'll go with James. Uh, James studying math and English lit at Swarthmore College. He plays guitar. It's Big Twenty One, and he is, uh, and he's the one who got Joe into our show. So thanks, James. Can we suggest for spreading Joe, the word? Can we suggest Joe a kickoff drink into this new world that he's entering into? And Justin, if you say code red and vodka, I am going to quit the show. Okay. Well, let me suggest maybe Mountain Dew and a little bit of grenadine and vodka. Mm-hmm. Okay. What you just described <laughs> is some sort of homebrewed code red. <laughs> Little, your own blend. You're talking about it's all DIY nerd beverages. <laughs> yeah, DIY I, your own blend. I actually just invented a new drink that I would like to suggest I called the Southern Gentleman. No, it's delicious. It's a, a Bombay Sapphire gin and a sweet tea and a little bit of lemon. Oh, I've so, had one of those. You mean a frat house blackout? <laughs> No, it's delicious and it goes down smooth, and you drink it on your back porch while you appreciate having land. When do you when do you put mustard and salt and cheese on it and jalapenos? <laughs> That's the third one. And then you pour the drink on a bagel, and you just uh-huh. party down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then I puke on you. Mm-hmm. By the way, the one time it's permissible to spit is when Travis makes you some food and feeds it to you. <laughs> when you take a bite of Travis's lunch, you will biologically need to spit that out. I imagine the sandwiches I make are like the sweet embrace of death, where you're just so happy to go, but you know it's the end. What's the opposite <laughs> of a recovery sandwich? <laughs> uh, the punishment sandwich. A, a dehabilitation sandwich is what <laughs> Travis Crash. Uh, I feel lonelier. What's... I feel lonelier from reading this. <laughs> this is a backwards this is a backwards concoction I made. Um so thank you to Joe. Um if you'd like to wish someone a happy birthday or promote your business or what have you, get in touch with us. It's uh maximumfun.org forward slash jumbotron. Get it out of your very own. Hey, I how what about are, Yahoo? What Oh yeah, that would go down smooth. Um this one was sent in by Brussels Sprout. Probably not a real Christian name, but we'll roll with it. Thank you, Brussels Sprout. It's by Yahoo Answers user My College Fund nineteen eighty eight. Who asks? Can I sneak my cat on a plane? She is a kitten, about a month old, and I was thinking of putting her in my pocket while I went through security. My pocket is loose, and since she'll be uh, on me, she won't be on my stuff. That's being X-rayed. All I have to do is walk through a metal detector. Do you think this is possible? What the fuck? What the fuck? Are, what the fuck? What um, life are you living? How much do you love that kitty? <laughs> How much do you simultaneously love hate your cat, 
that you want it to be with you, but you also want it in your pocket for X hours. Yeah. Oh, God. I just This is like a, a baby with a cup full of bleach. I just want to smack it away from it and be like, no, you can't have that cat. Don't you see the Mr. Yuck sticker? You will die. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. So how can we make this happen? How can we? Right, Clearly, it's lose? the cat hat. It's a big cowboy hat, and the cat sits underneath the hat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have to take I like off. that. <laughs> as charming no, as you I tell him like, it's sir, e- you have to take off that ten gallon hat. It's well, first of all, it's uh, illegal. Second of all, it's ridiculous. Tell him it's prescription. And you it's say, a prescription sure hat. thing, madam, and you take it off, and your cat is standing perfectly on your head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the cat's doing that thing where it's holding its arms and legs up against the sides of the hat and keeping itself inside the hat. And it's like, well, this looks okay, and you put the hat back on, and that's how the cat. And it has its own it. smaller cowboy hat on it. <laughs> Yeehaw. I don't, we're uh, not even helping anymore, but I'm just making beautiful <laughs> tableaus. Uh, this tab- these tableaus are pretty beautiful. I, I, there is, a, of course, a pretty obvious problem with this plan that we're not, um, that we're not dealing with here, and that's cats have metal skeletons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see a cat jump off of something high, it, you don't hear the snapping of bones, you hear, like, the clanging of metal on metal. Yeah. Um, that's how they're able to survive falls from great distances. You, is cats. You make a great point, skeletons. Justin. You're gonna have to get the, those bones out of that cat. <laughs> yep. Can you put? Can you put the cat's bones in your checked luggage? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, here we fucking can. This guy's not gonna get a cat carrier, but he's gonna spring to check a bag. No, he's going full carry on. But the problem is, let me suggest. It's not the. It's not the transporting the cat. He cannot go. He is flying from fucking Denver to Seattle. And he needs to have that cat with him for that three-hour job. Yeah. Okay, I've got it. Tell the airline it's a service animal. Okay, how can we do this? What is this cat this doing? This is my service kitten. I I have a severe nuzzle deficiency. <laughs> and t- sometimes I need to get snuggled out mid-flight. Is anybody on this plane capable of snuggling? <laughs> is there a snuggler on the plane? This man took the bones out of his cat. It is no longer capable of anything. It is a cat bag. <laughs> Boy, how how much is he going to regret regret wearing his "My Kitty's the Bomb" t shirt? Oh, no. like, why did you even pick that one? Mm. That's gonna make for some awkward conversation with the with the guy. And cats are weapons, by the way. Duh. Yeah, I feel like this person isn't really thinking through the end game of this question. Like, oh, you mean a cat funeral for your baby yeah. kitten? Because you had it in your pocket. And its brains exploded when the pre- cabin was pressurized? Yeah. Ugh. Oh, God. I hate Ugh. this person. Like, I hate him, too. What if your pilot is allergic to cats? Didn't yeah. think about that one, did Great. you? What are you going to oh do when, when mewing starts coming from your pockets? What are you going to do? He's going to know. Although it does make for the cutest sequel to Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. <laughs> Single kitten on a plane? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get this motherfucking adorable ass kitten off this motherfucking I need to get plane. this uh, fucking adorable single kitten. <laughs> Harmless. Just the one. <laughs> Just the one salt pepper <laughs> fur. This sweet, calico. precious tabby pussy. Get him off the plane. Open that door. <laughs> uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Cobra Starship. Play us out. Can you... Um, can you... Can you drug mule this cat? Team <laughs> the cat.
team. Are you saying thing. put the cat up Can your you butt? You even know? But in Can you, you put somehow. The cat in a sham- get, get this a cat shampoo in bottle in your butt. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I doesn't have to. You guys are not. You guys are not aware of the the recent developments in drug mule uh, technology. Oh, okay. Put the cat in your urethra. Yeah, yeah put it go. right in your wiener. Oh, 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 it's in my. Oh, the picture. Oh, the picture's in there. Just do like I do at the buffet and put it in a sandwich bag. <laughs> and in your cargo pants. You put it in your cat? cargo pants. How That's what cargo you? pants are for. This is a tiny kitty. Can you keep them in your mouth? Like, sir, you're being very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> sir, can I get you anything to drink? Milk. <laughs> <laughs> cat <formula>. And sardines. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sardines, if you have them. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about lasagna. buying them an extra ticket and then dressing them like a tiny human being? See, this ah, is, I love this, it. This is going to be great, especially if it's a Garfield. Especially if it's a bipedal cat. With human features. Oh, and he's wearing a tiny suit and you make him look like like a foreigner. Sorry? And that's why he doesn't speak any English and you translate for him. Okay. Okay. I, <laughs> I think that this person doesn't want to buy an extra ticket because they could probably just put the goddamn cat in a box and buy it a ticket. Yeah. Right? Isn't that the way these <laughs> things work? Cats are, cats are so low maintenance, you could just fucking FedEx them to your, to your final destination. Just do work? what the cat wants and let it go. Just open your front door and let the cat just be ca- free. That's what the away. cat wants to do. If he loves you, he will find you at your final destination. Fucking Homeward Bound style. Fuck yeah. Yes. That Just would be homework. way hard. Wait, 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 wait. Why are you even flying with the cat? Just homeward bound it. It's going to be, it'll leave the door open. It will homeward bound to you. Let and then get, on your return trip, it'll homeward bound back. Let him get a real good whiff of your musk. And then uh-huh. just let him trace you through the sky. Yeah. Just no pray problem. to God he doesn't Milo and Otis it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <sighs> That's a bad you scene. You really don't Great. want this cat to Marley and me it. God, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um,. Airbud would be cool though. Let your cat play some yeah. sports. <laughs> hey, what are a few not incredibly obvious ways of finding out if a girl you like has a boyfriend or not? I'm currently in university and don't really know how to bring up that topic without the girl realizing that I'm into her. That's from Confuzzled in Cincinnati. <sighs> you goofster. Why? Well, I have a theory. Let's hear that it. I would like you guys to to uh, refute or agree with, and that is that if the girl has a boyfriend and she is not into you, she will mention it awkwardly, like in the first four sentences. <laughs> Am I wrong? But she'll be like, talk, talk, talk. Well, I guess I better go meet my boyfriend. No, no, no. I don't think that. Well, it depends on the, the what. What kind of girl are we talking about? Because if she's if she's the kind of person who thinks that everybody is into them, uh-huh. then first off, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be pursuing her because that's not an attractive trait. Um, I don't know. That seems like it would put a, like more people off than it would. I don't know, Trav. I, I don't think that's true. I have uh, a really I have a really cool move. Okay, ask her out. Yeah, that's and you then, gotta. Why well, are you afraid bold. of letting her realize that you're into her? Like that's can I can thing. I make a metaphor here? Like, but that's like rather than asking someone if they're allergic to peanuts, just shoving some peanuts in their face. No, it's not like that. It's like asking them out, and then uh, th- think about this move. Okay, you ask her out, she says yes. You go on a date, get married, have kids. It's wonderful. You so ask her out, she has she a says, boyfriend. 
you ask, <laughs> yeah, later. No, you ask her out. She says, "I got a boyfriend." You look her dead in the eye and you say, "The question stands." Oh my god! Ooh, what? That is kind of badass. How smooth would that be? That god, is that pretty cool. awesome. You won't sell it. No, no, <laughs> I'm no. Not, I'm reading your question. You're not. Yeah, gonna it's sell not going to work for you. And then she'll yeah, be like, but- "Okay," and you'll be like, "Oh, I can't. I can't be party to cheating." And you walk away. How's your double power play? Oh. <laughs> you just convince her to sin and then threw the sin back in her face. That movie's going to be gonna so... You're going to be alone tonight, but it's a moral victory. The movie's going to be so dope, you're going to need a hype man to, like, <laughs> walk behind you like, what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ooh. Pick up your face. <laughs> have, you guys ever, have you guys ever been in a conversation with a member of the opposite sex? And they will work into the conversation that they have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, I guess, if you were a girl. Um, and, and like, you know that they're saying that, so you won't ask them out, but you weren't that interested in the first place. Yeah. You guys ever had that? I love that. And, but then feeling. I get I get affronted at that point. It's like I wasn't somebody, going to, but now yeah. I can't. Well, now I'm just mad. And then I ask them out. <laughs> I'm like, uh, so do you want to get coffee? Yeah. And they're like, I I just mentioned I had a boyfriend. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. See, is... like a movie or dinner. Do you know what is fucking Something. horse apples? Do you know what is fucking horseables? Is that we had to deal with that shit. Like me, probably all the way up through high school. Um, but now that Facebook's up and it's like, oh. you know who is fucking who and who's kissing and who's necking, who's smooching. Like, there's not a questioning. It's so unambiguous. Everybody knows what is up with everybody else's business. Unless, unless it's complicated. We've already talked about that before. That just means that they're yeah. they're they're still fucking, but they want that drama. They love that drama. Um, yeah. I'm you saying don't that, want to be with somebody that everybody knows anyway. what everybody else is doing. This is not a problem anymore. I think this guy's telling tales. Okay, so you think get on Facebook. Check her status. Yeah, here's an easy way to do it. Get on Facebook and check the th- part where it says whether or not she's dating anybody. And if it says she what if isn't, she doesn't- then you ask her out. And if she says she is, and so you should be like, well, you should update your Facebook better. And you turn and you walk away. And I'm yeah. going to throw this out. If you don't know if she has a boyfriend or not, which is like a pretty serious thing, you don't know her well enough to say that you like her. Well, I don't think that's true. Uh, I do. It like only takes a moment. Yeah, maybe he fell in love but I think face. it's the parlor. If if he said uh, a girl I'm a, attracted to, mm-hmm. but not a girl that he likes. Like he doesn't know. He's not into her. He's attracted to her. This he bitch like can't her. get on Facebook, and you think that you're gonna w- fix his vocab? Like, come Fair on, enough. cut him some slack. He's trying to get his shit together. Fair enough. Hey, listen, I'm sorry, confuzzled. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry things got heated in here. Just get on Facebook. Tweet at her. Tweet at her and find out her status, her Twitter status. Get on Facebook, Uh, look at every picture of her that's ever been taken, and look for fucking common dudes. Like a dude who, a repeated dude. Like, oh, that dude's in a lot of pictures. They're they're probably. Which is also my favorite mathematic principle. Yeah, the lowest common dude. dude. The repeating dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, you can also say, hey, my girlfriend and I want to know if you and your boyfriend want to go on a double date. <laughs> and then when she says, you know, my boyfriend say, I made mine up, too. Let's go out. <laughs> it should be we like, have I didn't so much make in one. common. That's, <laughs> this is, I'm going to go. 
my girlfriend and I want to know if you want to come to a couple's ministry with me and her, because she's real, and you and her boyfriend. Oh, and then it becomes an Adam Sandler movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, then you have to pay somebody. But you already own a whore, right, Travis? Yep. So what's, hey, perfect. Well, Just I'm sw- still paying it off. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, hey, I'm, I'm a senior in college, and this semester I've napped one of the much-coveted single rooms. Issue is, this is my first time in my life I've ever lived alone. I'm five days in, and I can already feel my mental health slipping away. Any tips on surviving the lonely times? That's from Nick. I've got a great Uh tip. Go find a roommate before you hang yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I've never tried this. Uh, I don't know how well I would adjust to it. This is not Um, a joke. I did it for about three months, and it was mm -hmm. so miserable that uh, one of my friends moved in with me. It I was. did it for about three months and lost my mind. It sucks. To the point where I was just walking around talking to myself yeah. out loud all the time. Your best bet is going to be – and, like, I, I have some experience with this. I haven't lived alone, but, like, I work at my house and pretty much all my, uh, you know, day-to-day is, like, here. Um, I, I find that you got to get out as much as humanly possible. Like, mm-hmm. go to – Starbucks, don't sit at home and watch a movie, like go to the theater, like just be around people. Um, but my folly, I mean, we're not reinventing the wheel here. You ever see old men by themselves uh, and they look happy? Nope. No, they don't. <laughs> They're alone. They're lonely. Like when you live alone, you get lonely. That's that's sort of like sort a, of the, uh, the operative word there. Yep. Yeah, right. I like, feel that living alone is like one of those that like. For me, it's like going to the pool where it seems like such a good idea and then you do it and like five minutes in, you're like, oh, yeah, this is boring. Oh, oh, I don't know why I was so excited about this in the first place. Quick anecdote. Have you guys ever gone to the pool by yourself? It is. No. It is super hard to do that and not feel like a total pedophile. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think if you're yeah. alone at a pool, I think people are looking at you like, oh, that's a, there's a pedophile confirmed. You know, I feel the same way about going to Magic Quest by myself. Well, yeah, that that probably is a little more uh, <laughs> uh, sustainable. I think that's a supportable yeah. theory there. Mm-hmm. Here's the problem. Um, um, here's this was my folly is that by going out, by leaving your house, um, a good substitution for that is not going out into the magical world of Azeroth to go on quests nope. and online adventures with your with your e buddies. That, that is a, not a do good you know what substitute. that was not a good substitution not a good supplement for the real deal right so don't do that this is key <laughs> don't this do is, that don't this is so important lose yourself in the world of computer games you gotta leave the house you gotta take up a hobby you gotta find yep. a roommate go quick yep <laughs> quick before the semester is it gets too deep in stop and stop be careful the, what happened to me in that three months I lived by myself is I was constantly contacting everyone I knew be like do you guys want to come over I can come over there we go grab some pizza get a beer hey, whatever and eventually I like really I burned cool out records. everyone do you want to come hear them just I come just sit with band. me please just sit here be another living person in the same 10 feet square as me please Travis are you please. trying to hold my hand right now when uh, when you guys are done swimming you kids want to come by I got some like cheese balls we can watch a movie or whatever see what's on TBS got some code red Mountain Dew just see what happens <laughs> It's a Mountain Dew Grenadine. Just make your own. It's no big deal. You know what you should do, actually? What? Just get super lonely this year. Mm. Just don't take... It's it a... always seem to go that you don't know what you got till it's, it's gone. gone. Here's the problem. 
the, the only problem is that it is your senior year of college and you're supposed to be making memories and stuff, doing all that shit. But um, uh-huh. so it's unfortunate that these two stars have aligned in this manner. But you gotta have a lonely year. I think we all have a lonely year, and that 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 lonely year is so important to your to your formation as a human being, as a man. Do you know who I bet has a lot of strong memories? Who's that? Uh, Tom Hanks' character in Castaway. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Tom Hanks' character in Castaway knows exactly who Tom Hanks' character, character in Castaway is, even though we cannot recall his name. <laughs> it's Wilson. Yeah. That was... The- I believe, yes, Wilson and Wilson Jr., I think, yeah. are the two main characters of that movie. Beardo. Uh, I- God, that movie would have been so much better if he thought the volleyball was his son. Yeah. <laughs> is, think- it too, is it too early to do a remake of that movie? Nope. Where he thinks about... Is his son starring Jonah Hill? <laughs> How did she convince me to come to this movie? This is terrible. Uh, fuck. Oh, get lonely, Griffin. Nick. Really live in it. Just live in that loneliness. It'll get better. Wallow. Just wallow. Yeah, have a lonely year. Have a lonely year. Even though both of my brothers just said they managed the last three months. Mm-hmm. You gotta push yourself. Push yourself to the brink. Do as we do, not as we something. I don't know. Yeah, something along those lines. Griffin. I have a Yahoo for us. You better. Uh, this one was sent by Alex Siegler. It's by mm-hmm. Yahoo Answers. Oh, thank you, Alex. It's by Yahoo Answers user Cress who asks, "Is it okay for guys to skinny dip together?" My friends and I are about to go swim, and we were curious if it was weird if we all went skinny dipping. It's from four weeks ago, so hopefully they found an yeah. answer by now. I tell you what's weirder is like having a discussion. Like, so you guys ready to skinny dip or what? And one person going, "Well, let's ask the internet first. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's not okay. Uh, like, it's, okay, if you're a bunch of, of uh, if you have a, are a bunch of gay friends and you want to just go feast your eyes on some man candy and, like, you're young, all fit, virile, like, I say go for it. Oh, fuck That you. sounds pretty That's not even a question. That, that's great. not the question. Of course that's no. okay. What are you even doing on the internet? Like, just go for it. They're going to leave. Yeah. They're all hey. piled into one car. It's it smells amazing. Like they're all going to the. <laughs> what is that smell? I don't think I don't think you pile into the car naked and arrive naked and get in the water naked and get out no, of the water naked like and get back the, in the car naked and drive you home. You guys want to go skinny all driving? All the world's most <laughs> all the world's most tasteful colognes and just that smell melding into like one like gay ambrosia. Like yeah, I think you should probably get off Yahoo Answers and go. Can we say man manbrosia? Manbrosia. Yeah. Uh, but like, okay, if you're, if, I'm assuming by okay, does it, this this writer, this question asker, does not mean is it cool for my, um, me and all my other uh, gay male friends does it, to have a crazy bacchanal? It's it's it, this, this question is almost a little offensive because he's asking if it fits into sort of the heterosexual social norms. Is it okay? It doesn't fit into any social norm. Is it okay for a bunch of heterosexual friends to get naked and get in a lake together? And the answer is yes, yes, a thousand times yes. This is my question, because I might be missing something here. I'm under the impression that skinny dipping serves two and only two purposes. Okay. One is nobody has a swimsuit, but we all want to swim. Yeah. Right? Second is we want it to lead to some sexy times. Is that I mean, this is, the, this is the thing about... No, I think it has to do with perspective. I think if you're a woman, then you skinny dip because it's something wild. Like, you're living this Natasha Bedingfield song. Like, oh, you are... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're, but for guys, 
when guys skate up, it is so they can see some juggums. That's yeah. life. Like that's just how guy. That's how this the is, sexes are different. I think like no guy gets in a pool naked with a bunch of his other friends. Like this is so wild. I can't believe we're doing this. Yeah, no, the so balls bad. are out and everything. Woo! I, Justin, Travis, there is no freedom more free than just feeling cool, cool lake water, right on your whatchamacallit, like right on it, like no mesh. I'm willing to bet that out of these, what, 13 guys, like, they said, hey, we're going to go swimming. And, like, well, let's say 12 of them were cool. And then the other one was like, I don't know that I want my Zag nuts out. Yeah. And when I show them off to everybody. Right on my mounds. Check the internet. Yeah. Hey, uh, speaking of which, does Yahoo have any answers? Um, Yahoo, the, the best answer, as chosen by voters, is Yahoo Answers user Harg, who says, it would be weird if you have never been skinny dipping with mates at some point in your lifetime. It's a pretty normal life experience. So there you go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So he's saying if you are a novice at it, if you don't know how to do it right, yeah. it could be weird. <laughs> I don't think, no, I don't think that's what he's saying I think he's saying if you've never had interest in an, a nude moonlight swim with your bros, with 15 of your mm-hmm. closest bros. By the way, I don't think it's that many bros. Because once you get that many bros agreeing on something, it is like, it's a, it's a lifestyle. Once you get 15 bros all in a room, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're, you're yeah, all living in some kind of weird cult compound Let's thing. Let's do it. Yeah. Don't ever tell. Uh, yeah, then you – it's a decision that you've made and not, like, just three bros, like, oh, man, let's get in the water. You know what I mean? I think it's a harmless thing. I think that you got to – I think you got to get s- some moonlight and you got to get some cool, cool lake water and maybe a duck will swim by. You'll be like, hey, duck, I'm naked. <laughs> Don't ever tell. Don't ever tell. Don't ever tell. Duck. I'll get you, duck. <laughs> duck, I swear if you breathe a word of this, duck, I will find you. Don't you ever tell. Don't bite my. It's down there. <laughs> don't bite my thing. Don't bite my down there zone. Hey, we we run a nice kick for naming our dick after candy bars. Is there any other? Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't nibble on my Fifth Avenue down there. <laughs> hey, baby, are you ready to take five? Oh, if your name is Henry. You might I say just oh Henry. Oh man. <laughs> oh my. Oh Hank. Uh, hey, I want to hear Griffin's laugh. Toblerone. Yeah. <laughs> this is my baby roof. It looks funky, but it feels fine. Uh, hey, this is my chocolate listen. boner. <laughs> this is my Twix. I've got two of them. Don't tell ducks. I, they. I, you actually get. Chocolate boner is in the adults-only section of Honey Dukes. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> it's behind a magical curtain. Uh, <laughs> we'll take the lot. Even though, even the chocolate boners? I don't is know it, that's... Is it weird for me and my 12 friends to sit in a circle and eat chocolate boners while we stare at each other? That's fine. Don't worry about it. I want to hear uh, Griffin's last question. Uh, first, quick housekeeping things. This is my brother, my brother, me. mbmbam.com is our uh, website. You can go there to find all the different ways to ask us questions. Uh, you can email us mbmbam at uh, maximumfun.org. Don't forget, if you wanted to a uh, personal message or a business message or something, uh, go to maximumfun.org slash jumbotron. And if you want to write about uh, the super ob- robot, you go to maximumfun.org slash gumbotron. Thank you, Travis. Uh, <laughs> That's also, not real. Uh, we also, you know, we want to do, we, I really, really, really want to do like a dating ad for somebody. 
so bad. So, so bad. Now. Please, please, please get in touch with us so that we can do that on the Jumbotron. Please. I need to. And that's not a corporate thing. That's a that's a personal that's a message. Personal you message. for $100, $100 and you'll have a girlfriend. I, I guarantee bet. the love of your life. I really also want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of their theme song for our show. It's a departure off the album Putting the Days to Bed, which I bought again today. Uh, thank you so much for all of our Twitter friends that that uh, uh, tweet about the show with the MBMBM hashtag. Thank you to uh, Harley Grant, Little Froggies, a Mary Beth, Jeff Bergkamp, ev- everybody on the Parsipzilla, uh, our boy Osman Mariko, Joanna Eleven, everybody, thank you so much. And a special thank you to uh, Tracy v-, v. Wilson, who Griffin and I met at PAX. PAX. And, uh, PAX. Um, and also, there's been a lot of activity on the MBMBAM uh, wiki thing. And um, I want to appreciate, I want to say I appreciate Everybody who's added stuff to that so new people can reference stuff. But I want to throw out real quick my favorite sentence in the entire thing is I asked people to add some stuff to uh, my profile. And my favorite sentence is, for as long as he can remember, Travis has been played by Albert Brooks. (laughs) And it makes me so incredibly happy. Thank you to Karen D for getting that going again. And and, uh, if you want to hop on there and add to that, we would love that. How the fuck? Are we not on Wikipedia proper yet? Like, our wiki's great, and I love it. But why are we not on Wikipedia yet? Does anybody know the, the owner of Wikipedia? The, the, we actually, we had a page once we got deleted. Did we really? Yeah. What a Fuck stern webmaster that site had. We're not, and then we had a page on WikiLeaks, and then it was like a huge thing. Oh, they leaked our yeah. documents. Yeah, leaked all of our documents. They revealed what the um, secret beeped word was in that one episode. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so thank you. Keep tweeting. Um, when you tell people about the show, please include a link to our sampler. It's bit.ly forward slash it's bam. That's the best way to get people involved. Uh, Griffin, this you the, know what I need. It's the final Yahoo answer. It was sent in by Jacob Blocker. Thank you, Jacob. It's by Yahoo Answers user Tom's daughter, who asks... Apart from the well-known book, Ghost Cats, Human Encounters with Feline Spirits by Dusty Rainbow, what other evidence is there for the existence of an afterlife for cats? (laughs) (laughs) I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Dusty Rainbow. (laughs) My brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Way on the lips. Keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Hey, keep your heart, three stacks. Keep your heart. Man, these girls are smart. These stacks, these girls are smart. Play your part. 